Sinead O'Connor, the Irish singer songwriting well known for her ethereal sound, has died. The singer's family announced her passing today in a statement but did not give a cause of death. O'Connor had publicly struggled with mental health issues in recent years. She became a superstar in her mid-twenties but was known just as much for her private struggles as for her fierce and expressive music. Sinead O'Connor was 56 years old. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and you are watching and listening to The Brett Keen Show. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. Um, when you get an opportunity, check out the links in my description. Check out my international radio station and so on. Uh, my volume's up a little high. I had to fix that. I'll tell you what, it's really odd for me, ladies and gentlemen, in 1976, I was born, and a lot of actors, actresses, and musicians, some of the best ones that could ever be heard or looked at, I kind of got to watch the generation before I existed die of old age or their own problems, and then I grew up with a lot of these actors and actresses and musicians throughout my life, and I watched them either fall rise and of course some of them die very young i've seen a lot of them go through even though they became rock stars overnight they had like that one song that got everybody and i remember hers was nothing compares to you which was actually a cover but kind of like the dolly parton will whitney houston i will always love you song um she did better at it than the original singer and became very popular when i was a kid she was a kid and she's literally just a few years older than me whenever she passed away i'm 45 years old i'll be i my birthday is december 21st so i'm a christmas baby i've seen so many comedians i can't believe that i've lived through a time where I've seen people like Christopher Hitchens, George Carlin die. Um, I will probably live to see the day when Al Pacino will die as well as Robert De Niro and some of my favorite gangster movies out there, mafia movies and all that. Hell, while watching my show, The Blacklist, three or four of my favorite actors have died in real life while that show was premiering. And it really reminds you of mortality. It really, when you see someone that you think is bigger than life, someone that is invincible, someone that is untouchable, dies like that. It's like, 
it reminds you that, my goodness, you're the little guy, Brett. You're the, you know, the little peasant. You know, if people like this can die, people like this can get sick, people like this can suffer from depression and anxiety, then holy shit. I remember one of the biggest slams to my morale throughout life was the death of Robin Williams. My God. He was... He was like a god unto himself, wasn't he? Such great movies, a great comedian, great talent, doing commercials with his daughter about a video game that I really like called Zelda. And uh, it's just amazing the kind of things that go through your head. A lot of great people that I've cared about and respected and appreciated and looked up to some of them died in horrible ways. Some of them died to suicide. Some of them, they ended up doing so many drugs, they ended up screwing their lives up. It's weird. These folks, they, they climb all the way to the top. And then a lot of them, they just end up falling. It's hard to... for You know, it's weird. For a moment there, a lot of these people, they're almost praised in their worship they're idolized by the public but as soon as that person is gone it usually takes only a matter of time before people attach themselves like a parasite or a leech to somebody else and that other person is almost forgotten robin williams it's been a little bit harder for people to put him out of their memory It's really hard for me nowadays if I'm going down the road with my wife and we turn on the radio and I hear like songs by people that I know that I used to watch or go to concerts and know that they're the same people that I love listening to. They're dead. And it's also extremely excruciating when you go to one of these live streaming sites and you see all these movies with Sean Connery in it. Or comedian shows with George Carlin, and you know, damn, those people are never going to be making new content ever again. Never. Unless someone deep fakes them or does some AI. But even though AI's gotten really good, I don't think that they're ever going to be able to mimic somebody like George Carlin. Of course, a lot of people out there who love music probably didn't think it was possible to mimic Kurt Cobain either, but they do and michael jackson so maybe i'm underestimating what ai can do and what these music industries and movies are capable of with their cgi and able to deep fake these uh, musicians and everything else well tomorrow i'm going to be doing a live show friday 7 p.m or is it tomorrow now, it's definitely going to be Friday, though, 7 p.m. Central. It's Wednesday right now. Tomorrow would be Thursday. Fuck, folks. I just woke up to hear this news. I'm still a little tired. I haven't had my first hot cup of coffee. But, yeah, Friday, 7 p.m. live, I'm going to be doing a show. And, listen, if any of you have your own StreamYards account, you can actually come in and click a button where it broadcasts over to your show on your video channel if you want and um remember my show is something where i have a few topics here and there but i usually depend and rely on people to come in and just 
have somebody to bounce off, somebody to riff off. Um, I don't like doing live shows all by myself. I know there's a lot of YouTubers who are very talented where you can sit there for three hours and talk about eating a sandwich and doing your fucking fingernails, but I can't do that. Um, I get tired. I have to use the restroom. I'm an older man with health issues. So if anybody wants to come in, I'll talk to you and chat with you. But I've always relied and depended on my friends to kind of help me along with that. As far as the radio goes, I usually do 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Sometimes if I'm really feeling up to it, I might do something close to an hour. But you have to understand, I also play a lot of music. And there's a lot of stuff like that going on. So that gives me an opportunity to take a break or a moment away from things. Hey folks, it's uh, the price of getting old. It's mortality. What are you going to do? I know some people out there, you bitch and complain, especially these 20 year olds who run their own podcasts. They're like, yeah, I don't get it, man. Why is that dude always letting people take over his, his show for? Why is he always letting this Adam guy or TTR do this and that? Well, for one, I think that they're, they've got great voices, and I think that they're intelligent. I think a lot of the people that I've had in my room have a lot to say. It doesn't always have to be about me. You know, I'm not narcissistic, so I'm not one of these 20-year-old kids that feel like I've got the whole world figured out in my head. I let people, you know, share with me. That's what makes my shows interesting, <laughs> having guests who will talk to me, ask questions, or throw out their own ideas on how the world works. I am going to miss uh, Miss O'Connor. Nothing compares to her, that's for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, God bless.